You're listening to the Spine Talk Podcast, presented by Texas Back Institute. For more information about Texas Back Institute, visit www.texasback.com. And now, your host, Art Young. This time on Spine Talk, we're talking about a condition called sciatica. And a lot of people misunderstand this condition and uh, just call it uh, back pain. But in fact, it's a little more complicated than that. And to help us uh, understand it is Dr. Michael Heisey of Texas Back Institute. Dr. Heisey, welcome back. Well, thanks for having me again, Art. Good to talk to you again. Absolutely. Tell us, what is sciatica? Well, sciatica is a symptom that you get when you get pain down the down your leg, basically. It can start in your buttock or or maybe in your thigh, down to your calf and down to your toes. But it's basically a a symptom. The sciatica is not really a disease, but it's a symptom of of many causes. So there's several things that can cause it. Bottom line is it's pain from a a nerve that's irritated in one way or another. Okay, so so what what does cause sciatica? You said there are multiple multiple reasons. What are some of those? Well, the most common cause is a herniated disc in your back, where a, a piece of disc pushes on the nerve, and when it pushes on the nerve, you get pain everywhere that nerve goes, and many of the nerves in your back will end up going down the back of your leg and to your foot or to various muscles in your legs. So it can cause pain anywhere that nerve goes. So you perceive it not where it's happening. So people will say, well, if there's something wrong with my leg, my leg hurts, but it's really not there. It's pain up above where the nerve is being compressed. You're just perceiving it where your brain is used to feeling things from that nerve. Wow. And that, of course, drives people like me nuts <laughs> because you, you don't know what to do about it. And how does a patient know when it's sciatica and, and, and not another spine condition? Well, there's, there's a couple easy tests for nerve compression, and one of them is if you bend forward at the waist and try to touch your toes, and if it makes pain go down that one leg, not, not just like hamstring stretching, but it makes a sharp or electrical pain down your leg, that's in general a nerve that's being compressed, and, and 90% of the time or so that's going to be from your back. Okay. Other places the nerves can be compressed, and it's much less common, are things like the piriformis uh, syndrome. If, you, if you've ever heard of that, what that is is a small muscle that goes along the back of your hip. It connects your, basically your pelvis to the back of your, uh, your femur, and that rotates your hip. Well, if that muscle gets inflamed or, or thickened or, or stiff, it can cause compression of that sciatic nerve, the big nerve that goes down your leg. You know, the reason sciatica has the name sciatica is because there is a big nerve that controls many of the muscles in your leg called the sciatic nerve. And that, that nerve is uh, built up basically like a, like a big river. It's, there's a bunch of tributaries that contribute to it up above. Those are called the nerve roots. They come together right behind your gluteus muscles and behind this piriformis muscle, and they form this sciatic nerve, which is really the size of a very large pen or a big crayon. It's very big. Um, now it's not like people think of nerves as wispy fibers. This thing is, is big. It's maybe the size of uh, your index finger and, hmm. and thickness. And so that's that's the big nerve, but it's contributed to by the smaller nerves, and you get pain. Any you can get pain from compressing the sciatic nerve itself, but more often it's from compressing the nerve roots up above that contribute to it. Wow! Now, when should a patient uh, come see you at TBI? That's uh, that's the always a sixty-four thousand dollar question. Is it a level of pain, or is it other other factors that they could observe? Well, I can tell you what really drives people to see us is the pain. Uh, but but what you really need to think about um, in terms of what you, whether I'm going to think you needed to see me was 
is, is it causing dysfunction? So if this herniated disc is big enough and it's causing your leg to hurt, it may also be causing the nerve to be damaged. And, and the symptoms of that would be weakness in that same leg that hurts, uh, maybe numbness, and it may be even problems with bowel or bladder control if your disc herniation is big enough. You may not feel pain in the areas of your, your genitals, but if it's compressing that nerve badly enough, it can cause uh, dysfunction of your ability to control your urine or stool. And if, if that were to happen and not be treated, it could become permanent actually fairly quickly. So when you're having dysfunction of the nerve, that's when you have to see me. Most patients come to see me because they're hurting. But, you know, if you get this, this bad compression of the nerves like I described, which causes the uh, what they call cauda syndrome or that loss of control of bowel or bladder, sometimes the pain gets better and the patients kind of ride it out, and that's when they can get in real trouble, get a permanent problem. Hmm. So how do you treat that? How, in, in, in layman's terms, how is, how is sciatica treated? Well, so if it is that bad sciatica where it's causing serious nerve compression, we do what it takes to unpinch the nerves. Usually that's a matter of removing a fragment of disc, and those fragments of disc can actually be pretty big. I uh, recently took one out of a pregnant woman, which I don't, you know, sure don't like to operate on pregnant women, so it, it was because her, her nerve was so compressed that the, the foot, her basically her foot didn't move at all. Uh, so I was able to take the pressure off the nerve, and I pulled out a piece of disc that was five centimeters in length. It was very big. Wow. You even have a picture of that. Maybe you can share that on your blog. Yeah, my goodness. I, def, I definitely don't want to feel it, but I, de- I mean, I'd, I'd rather show it than have it. I, take it, I can tell you that. Oh. that one, oh, one of the... One, one of the articles that I, I always I've turned into a spine nerd, uh, even though the, no medical training you know, on my case. But one of the articles that I that I read, uh, and and this is kind of in line with some of the things that some of the research and testing, FDA testing that you're doing at at TBI, suggested that regenerative medicine techniques, uh, such as maybe stem cell therapy, could be used to patch the hole in the disc. Is this approach approved by FDA yet? And if so, does that sound like it would work? Well, that's a hopeful. Um, Right now, none of that is approved. It's something that's very uh, commonly marketed to patients. It's something that's not covered by insurance, so people are making a lot of money doing it. Uh, We're hopeful that someday that stuff will work, but right now it's unproven. And and, uh, when it comes to patching the hole, really, you think of the disc as like a radial tire. It's got these strong fibers on the outside, and it's, it's got some jelly in the middle that would be like the air in the tire. And those fibers, when they tear, uh, if you patch them with, say, a glue or a fibrin, it's not going to be as strong as a normal disc anyways. Um, most of the time, it would just heal up with scar tissue. So do the regenerative techniques work? Um, jury is out. There are some studies that have shown some reduction in back pain from a degenerated disc, perhaps. A herniated disc is a little bit different. A herniated disc is a piece of disc that's actually compressing a nerve, and in, in that case, you really want to take the pressure off. So putting something else in there isn't really doing that job. Now, that said, I'm talking about the, the serious ones. Most patients that get sciatica aren't that, that uh, severe patient with bad weakness, with loss of bowel or bladder control. Most of them, they have a pain problem. And most of that uh, will get better with a little bit of time, with some physical therapy and, you know, physical therapy, chiropractic. Uh, there are multiple techniques that can be used to kind of give the patient some pain relief while the nerve is getting used to that piece of disc being there. Your body will absorb that piece of disc over time, but that, that time is quite long. Uh, but if your nerve can get used to that piece of disc being there while it's being reabsorbed, you may not have any symptoms at all. I've seen very large disc herniations not require surgery, uh, which you give the patient a little bit of time. 
Well, we've been talking with Dr. Michael Heisey once again, uh, one of the spine surgeons at Texas Back Institute, about sciatica and how to deal with this condition. Uh, Dr. Heisey, thank you for joining us today. You bet. Good to talk to you, Art. Absolutely. This is Art Young for Spine Talk, and we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to the Spine Talk podcast. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app, join the conversation on our social media pages, and to find more information, visit www.texasback.com.